welcome to the Crazy Dre Podcast Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, here I am again doing my second podcast of the day. I, earlier today I had Ron. Ron came over and we talked about his van and everything else with it. And now later this afternoon I got my buddy Sean with me. Well, it's great to be here, Andre. And Sean, how, how's your day going so far? Today was pretty busy. It wasn't too bad at work, but... We work 6 to 3.30, and then we came home and watched a little bit of baseball, and now we're doing a podcast, but it's a good day. So, me and Ron had an opportunity to go to, to Ann's house on Plainville. Great food, great service. Uh, one of the original spots for Ann's for Anna's house. That is correct. That's where I work, and that's where they went. All right, yeah. Thank you for the uh, gift card. You're very welcome. Thanks for getting my ass there. Yeah, no problem. Always great to help you out. So, folks, guess what? Tomorrow is Thursday. And you know what that means? The British Open, the last major of the season, is tomorrow. And this is be the last time that the PGA Tour officially exists as a major. Because next year, the Live and PGA Tour are going to combine... And they're going to probably come up with a new name for them. So that means that's going to be an interesting sight to see that the that the PGA Tour will not exist. And I don't know what to think about that anymore because a lot of people within my age group and younger don't seem to care. And everyone else who is between 55 and older are basically really pissed off. However, what do you think about it? How, well, I mean, obviously they were stuck in a hard point. I mean, they had to sign it with the probably the Saudis. I don't know. I don't like it because I don't know. I think we're going to lose some of the best golfers of all time. I mean, I like Roy McIlroy. You really think he's going to just quit golf? I don't know. He's not going to quit golf. You know why? Why? Because the money's still there. They're going to make more money with Live Golf with PGA Tour because the money from the Saudi Arabians are endless. It's a dictatorship country, so they can use all their credit to keep with their finances or overpay people, overpay pay players. However, here's an interesting thing about it. Greg Norman, PGA Tour, has agreed with Liv Golf that, that Greg Norman will not be anywhere around that new league. He can't, right? Exactly. Exactly. That's something to say because Greg Norman in the 90s really wanted another league to compete against the PGA Tour. I guess I've never heard of it when I was my, when 20 years ago when I was younger, but I guess that was the word out there back in the, back in the day. Now, I will say this. I think the, the thing about Greg Norman is that they wanted a different platform to be able to play on different parts of the world not just in the United States and maybe Canada. And one of the things about Live Golf is that they're playing around the world. I mean, um, in the beginning of the year for Live Golf, they were they played on a Mexican golf course. And the PGA Tour have never done that. So that's something that's going to be really interesting. And a lot of this funding for all these, a lot of these other golf courses and in in the, the United States are going to probably lose maybe one-third of their uh, 
of their money towards the PGA Tour because they're not going to be golfing there anymore. Yeah, it's true. That's true. But think about this. You're going to be able to play around the world. Japan. You're going to play in maybe in one of the Korea countries. Maybe you'll play in Australia a couple of times. So it might be good for the sport because oh, it's yeah, traveling. Yeah. yeah. Well, the thing about the PGA Tour, it became almost like a monopoly where they didn't allow people like Phil Mickelson to play against. Uh, they didn't like it when the Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson played against each other. And then they didn't make any money off it. And then a couple of years later, this is like six, seven years ago, they invited people like Tom Brady and Payne Man- Manning to compete with each other. So the problem with that, though, is this. If the PGA Tour doesn't allow other golfers and other athletes to, pe- to participate, you're going to lose money. And you know what? This may be a, be a, a great uh, pathway for these celebrities and these uh, other athletes like Steph Curry, who hit a hole-in-one last weekend. I bet you it, if Curry really wanted to, he could probably go be a top you know, 50 player on a PGA Tour. He is a good golfer. Um, you don't I, think he could go? He could get in the top fifty. I think if in a if, tournament, I think if Romo has problems making cuts, I think Steph Curry would have problems too. Okay. Like you, like I think the fact that you're putting way too much, too much emphasis on hole in one, it's a great thing. A lot of people do it. A lot of great athletes do it. There's a lot of golfers who have never done it who are better than than Steph Curry that have never done it. It'd be almost comparing like uh, Serena and Ron. Would you say to me, you're trying to compare Tony Romo to Steph Curry. As much as I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan, Curry is a natural athlete. Well, yeah. He'd probably pick up a bowling ball and probably go bowl 300. Well, yeah, but you don't think that Romo couldn't do that? No. I, I, I don't know, but I think that I think that we're again used to of someone like Steph Curry being an extraordinary player, and he has a natural swing. But do I think that he could make a cut? If, if you're you can, telling me it, he couldn't make, I mean, we're we're just talking about him qualifying and making the cut. You know, that's only two days. I mean, yeah. even some of the best of the best don't make it sometimes. Sometimes Rom doesn't make it. Sometimes Dustin Johnson doesn't make it. Yeah. He could be a surpriser. I'm not saying he's going to be in the top 25. No. But he, if there was a four-day tournament, you're telling me that he couldn't make the cut? Uh, I don't know. I just I don't think so. All right. I just don't think that. I think that golf is so different than basketball and so much different than football that football and basketball, if you make a mistake – you can rely on your on your other teammates to uh, to pick up the slack for you. With so, golf, it, it, you make a mistake or two on the eighth hole, ninth hole, you might be in a situation that you have a problem with, and then you're gonna lose a couple of strokes. So that's the thing. However, so for anybody that is just starting to actually begin to like golf. You know, I mean, I know that maybe someone changed a profession or you got buddies at work or you've met some people that like to play golf and you're, this might be the first tournament that you're about to watch is the British Open. Um, so you a, wouldn't know who won last year. It was Cameron Smith. Cameron yep. Smith won last year. Um, he's an upcoming star. He is 
He's the fourth favorite in the tournament. So because um, he's the fourth, he's on FanDuel. He's plus sixteen hundred. Yep. So that means that you bet ten dollars, you win one hundred sixty. Yep. So, but however, it's interesting that we're talking about Cameron Smith because it was one of the majors of last year that he won. I don't know if it was the British Open, but he might have won two last year. As soon as he won that tournament, he declared that he was going to leave for Live Golf the following year. Which is really, really something to talk about because Scott, Scotty Scheffler is plus six fifty. Seven fifty? Or you got him at six fifty? I have him at six fifty. Oh, okay. But the thing is about that that when he announced that, and they two, those two were in a different golf course, uh, competing against each other during practice, Scotty walked right through his. Uh, his hunting line. And then Scheffler is kind of an asshole. Well, yeah, because well, he's a Texas boy. He, he it's like Rom, right? Isn't Rom from Texas too? Rom, no, he's Spaniard. John Rom is from Spain. He oh. uh, he might have gone to he probably would gone to America College, mm-hmm. but he's not American at all. Maybe he uh, became a citizen, but I d- highly doubt that he would. For that reason, I mean, he doesn't really need to. Maybe I'm thinking of Deshambo. Yeah, so Deshambo is another guy that is standing up in the top ten. To even is McElroy the number one favorite though, or are they tell you number two, kind of number two. McElroy I guess it is depends on where you look because what I have, I have McElroy as the favorite. Well, I looked at Fandu and Fandu has Scotty. Okay. And then Roy, and then Rom, and then Kopka. I think Kopka could do this again. I feel that he could win two majors this year, and this could be the one that he could win. He's like plus 2,200. Yeah, but still, to Ten me. Had to win 220 bucks. Yeah. So I feel like he could actually put a fast one on there. Do I think Cameron Smith could actually be the upset again, even though he's a defending champion? That could be possibly too because he has nothing to prove. And then you got my buddy over here named, uh, what is his name, Ricky Fowler, who he seems to not be able to win big tournaments. So he, he won Detroit. Yeah, but it wasn't one of the majors. He is, he is turning more and more like Phil Milkinson, where when, he, when Phil finally won at the Masters or the PGA Championship, he started putting them together like two or three in a row. So Ricky, I think... I don't see him winning until he hits his mid-late 30s into his 40s. It'd be one of those weekends that he'd be at the Masters and everyone's playing like dog poop and then he'll just happen to be in the right place at the right time. And Do the you reason, think the weather needs to be the factor? Well, yeah. I mean, but I've never really showed on the weather for the Royal at the Royal Liverpool at all. What is the weather for that t- tournament? So yeah, I mean if it if they're looking at a nice sunny weather in Liverpool, I could see Shuffler or Rory. But if it's raining, someone like Tommy Fleetwood could jump up and and win the tournament. So I do like well. This is the three other guys that I like. 
Well, two other guys for sure. I like I like Tommy Fleetwood, and I like uh, where's my uh, Victor Hovland. Victor Hovland's a really interesting guy. He's relatively very young. He's a very well balanced golfer. He sometimes uh, miss hits shots at the wrong time and the wrong day and the wrong hole. So he gets himself in a jam, but his putting's not that bad. But sometimes his putting is a little off as well. So Thursday, small chance of light shower. Friday is light to moderate showers with 10 to 15 mile an hour winds. Saturday, it gets fucking ugly. Um, longer spells of rain overnight, so the course is going to be wet. And sloppy. It's going to be sloppy. It's going to be slowed down. We're looking at, I mean, southwest winds 10 to 13, 14 to 18 miles increasing, a gust of 20 to 25 miles an hour. And Saturday is supposed to be the wettest and the rainiest. Then what's Sunday going to look like? Sunday, low confidence in detail, however, likely turning showery during the day. Potentially heavy and thundery at times. So that time... It's lighter, but this tournament could be pushed to Monday. Yeah, it could. And, you know, that's the one thing about the British Open. I mean, it's a really... I mean, you're going to get that old, old Atlantic lake effect. And the weather is never that great over the pond, especially in the in Great Britain, in the rains, and people are overexcited when they see the sun out longer than six hours a day, and then they run outside for a second, and they'll go back inside because it's too sunny. Supposedly, that's what I heard. That's what happens in England, or at least in Great Britain. So let's talk about, let's talk about, what do you want to talk about next? You want to talk about the, the parlay that I won with the three teams that scored 11, 10. 11, 10, 11, 10, 11, 11 10. 10. And the Tigers were on one side of that, of course, being on the losing side. Um, the Reds lost their sixth straight while the Giants had won their seventh straight. And that third 11, 10 was who? I forgot. Actually, the Reds won that game. The Reds won that 11, 10 game. No, they didn't. No, I'm pretty sure they did. No, they didn't because the Reds lost. Really? Yes, 11 to 10. I guarantee you the Reds lost. The Reds, Reds lost. What? What's the third team? The third team. Oh, wait. wait. I'm trying to log into my. The Reds lost. What's the third team? I had 11 10. Oh, let me check. Come on. Anyway, Dead the Reds end. lost, like I said. Um, and they have six straight losses. So. Yeah, so. The, Royal, the Royals and the Tigers were 11 and 10. And oh, you're right. That's White Sox was 11-10. Oh, you're right. I did. Okay, this is what I did. I you took plus one and a half. I took plus one and a half Reds. I picked that the Tigers were lose by two runs to Kansas City, and they only lost by one, 11-10. And then the third one I picked was the Mets and the White Sox, which was a surprising to me that the White Sox scored that much in the Mets. I have to, happened to. Uh, pull out of that off out of the rear ends so but a three by a three game six team combination 
what is that? It's 21, 21, that's 42, plus another 21 is 63 runs scored. That is one of the highest since the early 1900s between six teams, or three games combined. So, yeah, so, you know one thing about these games, about baseball, that I'm kind I'm still kind of not used to this crap, is that they're scoring almost way too many runs. I think the problem with baseball right now is that but pitchers are one-dimensional now. What I mean one-dimensional is that they only have the fastball and their curveball or their slider. And they don't have a third pitch like a split-finger fastball or a knuckleball or a sweeper. Never very many knuckleballers. Exactly. And what, what gets me about this is that the batting average for the, most of these teams are like around 250. Which doesn't say much. I mean, besides the Tampa Bay Rays, where they have Tampa a Tampa Bay Rays are struggling, struggling. Baltimore won today. The Rays lost. I think Baltimore is only a half a game out now. Yeah. After being down fourteen. So that's something. I mean, and to tell you the truth, I do. I do what I do when I bet on baseball is I I go through the games that are clearly. That should be sixty-five percent or higher that the team's gonna win, and then I write down the the team's record. I write down their winning streak. I write down the batting average and the ERA for each team, and then I go through the 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 pitchers for that day for that team, their last three outings. I want to correct myself. Actually, Baltimore has a better winning percentage. 6-11, but it's tied for first because they're 58-37 and 37, while the Tampa Bay is 30-39. and 39. But Baltimore is technically in first place with a better winning percentage. They're the second best team in Major League Baseball. All right. So, yeah. I don't know what to say about Yeah, that. when Baltimore, the last, other than last year when they were 500, the years before that, the last 10 years, they were all under 500. Their f- farm system is absolutely incredible, and it's finally showing the last two years. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you don't have a good farm system, you're not going to do well. Like the Tigers, no farm system. Yeah, that's true. Even though I do think that Torkison came through a couple of times the last week with the home runs and doubles. I think he almost had a... But the whole farm system. Yeah. So that thing is that, yeah, with the new GM the Tigers have, I think things are going to be a little bit brighter and a little bit better for Detroit. So, what else? What else can we... The start of the World Cup tomorrow. Um, USA is not playing, so maybe you don't care about tomorrow, but it does start tomorrow. And the soccer bar will be open. So, if you... And then Friday is the 9 o'clock game. 9 p.m. Mm-hmm. Against Vietnam, so it's like uh, we're going back to the Vietnam War, <laughs> USA versus oh uh, the Vietnamese. That's such a fun fact. <laughs> wow, that's more p- p- politician. But anyway, Politic. we I'm gonna say that the USA probably wins three nothing or even higher than that because I don't know if they're done um, picking up the weeds over there or uh, taking them down with their little shanks or you know I don't think Vietnam is very good at soccer. No, no. The women in the USA are favored to win it all. Again. Again. But that's like the men ever. Well, yeah, but that's because America, America government, America funding, 
they go towards a lot of women's soccer stuff. So a lot so of schools. So you think that the most money is spent in the country on women's sports is soccer? No, I'm saying in in America for soccer, women or girls are willing to play that sport, so that teams, high school teams, figure this out and then they support that team. Like for my school, when I went to high school, Unity Christian in Hudsonville, our soccer, our woman, our girls' soccer team was very good, and they still are very good. So that a lot of that Christian money went into high school Unity Christian soccer. Yeah, you want to know where that money came from probably? For the ball. Well, it's a private. From the football team. No, we didn't have a football team. It's a private school sector. Because you do know most of the time the football team and the basketball team are funding every other fucking sport. Yeah, but this is a little different. I'm not trying to be an ass, but that's usually what it is. Yeah, but, I mean, be nice about it. Trying to. Yeah, because it's very difficult. But the women are better in Well, it's very difficult for for women or for girls to get that type of uh, airtime because they just are not the guys. But uh, you... You do have to agree with this, though, that nobody gets that excited about the USA World Cup. Besides Americans. Americans. But they're more excited about women when they play than the men's. Yeah, well. Because the men's, I don't know know what it is with the men's. I don't, I mean. We just don't. How do we not have enough, I mean. We just don't. Look, a lot of guys who are not great athletes will play soccer. A lot of guys. I'm not saying them all. The guys who are really good at playing sports will play football and basketball. So well, I mean, we we dominate usually in basketball. We're yeah, in football, top two. Yeah, I mean, but think about this. I mean, if like I said this before, if you put Tom, if if you had LeBron James and Dwayne Wade's and Isaiah Thomas from the nineteen eighties, and you put all these guys, even let's say you play uh, these NFL players. Jerry Rice and Joe Montana, or whoever, if those guys played soccer instead of America football, we they would we would dominate by now. Well, we would yeah, be natural athletes. Well, well, they, all right. I'll use Brazil as as an example. They Brazil. are one of the best. Brazil men's soccer is because the government put some money into that. The Does Germany mon- do the same thing? Who? Germany, because Germany. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! France, Germany, France, the whole bit. They get the best athletes. Even Portugal with, uh, with, uh, Rolando, and then you have uh, Argentina. Argentina with uh, Messi before he came to America. Yeah, he's coming. Like he's in America right now. He is advertising on ESPN as we speak. With Beckham. With Beckham. I mean, it makes sense. It makes sense because. Are we paying him more? Oh, yeah. Are we paying him more to come to America? Adidas, MLS, and whoever else is sponsoring that is paying him more. He could have gone to the Saudi League and got paid just as much as Rolando, but he would make more in the MLS because he gets a percentage for all the sales from Adidas, all the sales for the MLS, and someday he's probably going to own that team. Or be part owner. With Beckham. With Beckham. So that in itself is why he came to America. And I really, I don't like, I get it. I get why we're trying to push soccer. But soccer is just not our thing. It's because a lot of the kids who are unfortunately 
in the projects are not going to play soccer. They're going to play basketball. And then a lot of the white kids who are going to play sports and they don't play basketball. We don't have a team in Detroit, do we? Oh, actually, we do. But the thing is, a lot of the white kids that don't play basketball will play football or baseball. But saying that, they just won't play soccer. Because the school, like what you said, the the football high school or whatever it's team it is, they're not going to fund the soccer for guys. Because there's not enough guys out there for a soccer team. So a lot of the guys that play soccer and in high school are relatively not great physical athletes to play football or to play baseball. They're they're fast. Well, look how many years it took just to lacrosse to become a a competitive sport. It all had to be a club, and teams were combined. Like Lowell was playing with Forest Hills Northern and East Grand Rapids just to make a team. Yeah. It took like five or six years for everyone to finally have their own teams. Well, yeah, but I yeah, but my nephew plays. Oh, it's, he it's did. An interesting sport. It's a, it's well, a fast-paced he, sport. He did play. He just graduated. And you know what? I tell you the truth. I think that's the best thing that happened to him because he's not a football guy. He's not a baseball guy. He's a hunter. And I don't know how he got into lacrosse, but he got into it. So it fit for him. And I think lacrosse is the same way, like soccer. If you don't like football, if you don't like basketball, you don't like baseball, you're going to play lacrosse. And actually, they say lacrosse is one of the toughest sports out there. Hands it's down. It's a very interesting sport. Well, Wayne, Wayne Gretzky played lacrosse before he became a hockey player, a full-time hockey player in Canada. Well, I'm not saying professionally, but in high school. Whatever. I don't know a lot about the sport. I know that I always see Duke on the on the board. I see, you know, North, um, I don't some know. of those Ivy League schools. Yeah, I'm in Princeton and Yale. It's, I think to me, um, in the beginning, I think lacrosse was a really – Kind of like a prestigious, prestige sport for prestige uh, schools. But that could be totally wrong. So I don't know. I do not know. Saying that. Anyway, go USA. Win the World Cup. Let's do it. Uh, let's uh, thank. Uh, hopefully, t- hopefully they're not all blowouts. I mean, I'm sure all the qualifying rounds are going to be absolute massacre because it's like Vietnamese some of their dog shits um, country and that they're both those two are nine o'clock games and then for some reason on August 1st it's a fucking 3 a.m. game which no one's gonna be watching no there'll be people watching they'll be watching at home they'll be what they'll get up they're gonna be playing people who are gonna wake up for the British Open in the States they just will people will wake up at 530 in the morning and watch the oh, first, yeah, yeah. So saying, women, I mean, 3 a.m. is pretty early if you, well, have to work, if you have to work on a Wednesday. Well, yeah, those people probably won't, but the people that who are in high school who have nothing to do for a couple more days before school starts or we weeks. We all know we'll, we'll, they'll qualify. They'll be 3 or 4 and 0 before they even start. And then I don't even know who their biggest competitor is. Probably Germany. Or Japan? Mm, yeah, maybe. But I still no or or Canada. I think Canada is pretty good too. Don't quote me. However, let's thank Tiger Woods' uh, ex-girlfriend for not taking him to the bank. So I don't know what's going on with Tiger Woods and his 
the ex pulled out. Yeah, I don't. I, yeah, I, I still don't understand his situation. I think. I think. So you were right. Sorry, Germany. Germany was the number two. Yeah, and Germany, deep down inside, don't like us still, even though we're. It was France. Well, no. I mean, even though we save their motherfucking ass every time. Well, that's a sidetrack. I mean, I'm not going to get into that conversation because. There's not enough facts to go with that. So let's leave that thing alone. So going into the weekend, I think that it's going to be a really good time for the British Open. It's going to be a lot of rain in the weekend. Uh, I hope that people out in Liverpool keep safe and and dry. Since you brought that up, it's pretty crappy right here. They, didn't, they said right here, breaking news. Cameron Smith defending Open Championship. Talk to Winner, the mic. Talk to shunned. Him. Shunned. He was shunned by the RNA coverage. Like, they didn't even talk to the defending champion. That's pretty shitty. Well, again, the way that he did, the way that the way that he exited, there you go, Houston. One to three, baby. One and three, Houston. So, Sean needs that. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. Sorry. Uh, Sorry about that. That's okay. So, can right. like again like like what we're saying if you have a a organization like Saudi Arabia paying people and paying things to get other things done which I'm, what I'm talking about is that because of the of the of the behavior of the Saudi Arabians towards whom uh, their people and other people around the world there's no there's no line to borrow for their actions for what they did to to their own people the way they the way that they killed all their own people the way that they slaughtered other people around from the from around the world but however a country like that is is very similar to what germany was 67 80 years ago no actually yeah. So, however, how do you how do you how do you look by that? I mean, we're now in a good inter- now we're in a good uh, relations with Germany, and it's taken Germany years to do this. Well, they still hate us. Yeah, but we don't really like them either. But we do business with them. We got all their cars over here, Audis. BMWs. We have to do business with everybody because we can get cheaper labor over in Taiwan and Japan and all that shit too. Well, yeah, we got nukes pointed at us. North, yeah, North Korea. But still, it, it's such a it's such a weird thing to say. Is like we'll probably never respect or we'll never probably get the same respect from Germany. And this is something that's going to happen to Saudi Arabia. But Saudi Arabia has so much oil, and we're not drilling because of what Biden's doing. So so that seems to be a problem. So if we don't drill and we don't go to, to Kuwait or we don't go to Iraq, we, we we might have to go to Saudi Arabia to receive oil. So it's such a weird thing to it's a weird thing for average Americans to talk about how much they don't like or we how we don't like Saudi Arabia. 
but we still need their business. Side the, note, because we were talking about Biden, can we pull back? Uh, <laughs> we were talking about this yesterday. Um, remember when we went to the Red Wings game? They finally put that Oxford kid on trial, and they're not going to give him any. He doesn't deserve any um, probation. I don't care if he's 17. I think he is, knows what he did, and he's going to have life in prison. Well, yeah. I, I mean, tried on that yesterday. There's not going to be any parole. Again, if you have parents who doesn't know, if you have parents that don't know how to teach your kids to be, to be, um, show them empathy, respect for other people, respect for yourself, and just because things don't go your way or you're not the cool kid or not the handsome kid, you can't take things so personal because it's just high school. Yeah. Your life actually begins after high school. All the popular kids, all the jocks in high school, two-thirds of them don't go after high school to college sports or even become professional sports. So they kind of peak out after high school. Some of them are such assholes, they probably didn't even go to college. Well, yeah. Because they got everything they wanted and everybody just passed them. Yeah. And they had the football coaches as their teachers and they just got at the same grade. Yeah. So... Again, that's something that we really need to to address. It's like the real issue that we have is that a lot of these kids are basically not raised to be successful. They're raised to just coexist for what they think they are. Float by. Float by, yeah. So people need balance. And I don't know what that balance is, but maybe you have a mom and dad and family, maybe not. Uh getting so ready to have the hanky-panky and pop a baby out. Maybe Since now it's starting at 12 years old. Yeah, well. At least it was 17 or 18 when we were there. I mean, we well, were going after it. I'm not saying having a baby, but no, I didn't even think about sex until I was 17 or 18. I wasn't thinking about it at fucking nine years old. Yeah, well. Come on, no, you, you, you agree there, right? We weren't thinking about sex at 9, 10, 11, 12 years old. no. But we were just was, starting to get hard ons. But sex was still out there. Like for example, in my neighborhood, my old neighborhood where I used to live, we used to have kids who were older than us, and then, with, then when they had their Playboy and Penthouses magazines, instead of looking at them at in the bathrooms and all that, they were taking the back of old Myers Field, which now that has houses, and there was a little coop out tent and coop out woods. And there'll be dirty magazines, and they would look at it, look at them out there, and then they would leave them out there, and then us, the little kids, would be playing around in the backfield. And when we, when we ran into those woods, we saw pen, Playboy and Penthouse. Some little hanky panky. Well, yeah, I mean that's what Playboy and Penthouse were. They didn't actually t- show you people having sex, but it's a full nudity of women, and that was really like cool but really strange at the same time so i can't say that we didn't think about or look at sex at age 16 and 17 it was just you you, at nine or ten i was five or six years old at the time i was seven years old at the time but i was following you looked at a playboy yeah because i was hanging out with kids a little older than me in my neighborhood that's what you do in your neighborhood you lived in Lowell, so you probably didn't have belly and sarenic but you don't. But your neighborhood, who, in the middle of the country. Yeah, and so who was the closest to your neighbor? Across the street, my best friend Matt Walkington. But yeah. We but who? Video games. And but who else? My was, grandpa. 
and your grandpa. Us, when we have, when you live in the suburbs, you have a group of kids hanging out with each other, and they're, they're not all the same age. So what happened was that my buddy's brothers were 16, 18 years old. So they would be looking at Playboys. They would be leaving them in the woods, and then we would go accidentally find them. They weren't just leaving them in their woods. They were playing with playing with their wood yeah. in the woods. Yeah, of course. I'm not going to get into detail what were they doing because that's just what teenagers do, which is surprising me that they did that outside. I mean, that's unbelievable. But saying that, there's it's a different type of feel now. I feel like even parents are promoting their kids to be uh, over-sexualized as a youth. There's people out there who are uh, telling their kids that they're transgending or they're transgenders, and there's, how do you, how does a five-year-old even think about that? And that's something that, that what you're making sense of. Who, who does that? Who thinks about that? No one does. When you're five and six years old, you think that the, that the, the, the girl that's sitting next to you has a cooties. You know, that's what it was. So, breaking news here. Um, had a little bit of an issue. We got to go back to the um, PGA British Open here. A guy by name Adam Sinek. Um, he's 31 years old. He's had a fantastic season. Um, he might have um, forgot the most important thing. What do you need when you fucking play golf? A putter? How about the whole fucking set of clubs? Um, Holy crap. So, you know, I mean, luckily, um, his wife called him, and there was another person that the wife knew that was friends with him, and the fr- the friend of the wife grabbed the clubs because they were going to – he was, she was going to um, the tournament, but unfortunately, Swinnick's wife can't make it because they have a three-year-old baby. But he's got his clubs before the tournament uh, – Starts. Starts. Um, so some wife named Courtney brought him the clubs. You know what you could have done is go out and buy a new set or of Mallory clubs. Connors is the one that came to the rescue. So I don't know who Connor is. I don't know either. Offer. So there you go. Don't forget your clubs because you can't do nothing much without them. Sean's going golfing this weekend. I believe I am. And I've been actually on that point of the view when – Things were a little bit better with my mother. I forgot to bring my golf clubs to a golf course, and that sucks when you don't have your golf clubs when you're ready to golf. But I will pick up my golf clubs for tomorrow, and we'll have them in the truck for Friday, just in case. Yeah, you whisper that, you know that? Yeah, I don't know why I whispered that, because I'm always loud. Yeah, you're whispering lately. But, hey, it's all right. However, I will say this. I hope everyone has a great, great, great weekend. I hope the Tigers do something about their weekend. There are six games out. Yeah. Um, they have, you know, the Royals the next two days. Um, you win two, then you're four back, and then, uh, I mean, you got the Padres this weekend. Oh, and you're going to the Padres. I'm going game. to the game on Friday. Too bad the Padres suck. The Padres um, are horrible. Pitching is terrible. So they're starting gives happen. up a lot of runs, and they're, is, the, is their bullpen any good? Bullpen is one of the worst in the country. Yeah, so the Tigers might win two out of three. Maybe. Or maybe a blind score will find some nuts once in a while. I will say this. I will say this. 
If you do bet that game against the uh, Padres, if it's most of the time the Padres lose the first game on Friday. Yeah, so Snell, if it's Snell pitching, but Snell is a better pitcher. Yeah, he is, but I would go plus two and a half Detroit. I wouldn't go money line on Detroit because money, because Detroit sometimes has problems scoring Who's runs. pitching for him? I didn't even look. But it's probably Olsen or probably Manning again. Cause yeah, because Rodriguez pitches tonight. Rodriguez pitches tonight. And they, they'll they have tomorrow off. Mm. They don't? Play the Royals in the, in the morning or oh. afternoon. Oh, okay. Okay, because Thursday is usually their day off until the weekend. But... Saying that, they might not be so well on the weekend because the Tigers are a team that needs their rest. Oh, it actually changed. not Blake's now. It's going to be Lugo versus Olsen. Oh, yeah. See, Olsen's so, pretty good. Olsen's, Olsen's a rookie. Decent. He's a rookie, and Lugo is only – this is the first time he used to be a bullpen pitcher until this year. Finally got a chance. So, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not uh, – yeah. Detroit's And a, just so you know, Tigers fans – that will not be on Bally Sports. You will not get that unless you have Apple TV. Oh, really? So don't expect to see the Tigers unless you have Apple TV. So I guess I'm going to stay home and watch that game. I might see you. Where do you sit? Nine rows off a of home plate. That's pretty good. Too bad I can't go. I'm not even sure we can go to the Cubs game either. Couple more weeks and figure that out. Yeah. That the Tigers will not be sold out. Tigers are never sold out since not even when the Yankees come to town. Yeah, yeah, Yankees still don't like the Yankees. Yankees is not my team. I don't like them. I like their logos. I do like the Yankee logo. I like the Boston logo. I like the Detroit Tigers logo. I think those two teams have How the about best. The Florida Marlins. No. No. I just like those three original logos. The Tigers, the Red Sox, and the Yankees. I mean, because you love the Big D. Detroit. Hey! Detroit. Woo! Sean's talking about his uh, his windows when he goes out during the night. Sorry. That was... That goes way left. Anyone who's listening to this podcast now, just like, what do I listen to? It sounds so inappropriate. Because 20 years ago, you can make a joke like that and people would laugh. But now people that listen to this podcast that hears that, they might get offended. So remember that, Sean. Respect, <laughs> respect your audience. Like the way I respect your mom. Oh. Hey. <laughs> That's always funny somehow. I don't know how it is. Mom. I am asking Andre to wave his left hand right now. I, tr- I tried. I tried. Thank you for reminding me, Jean. I'm not an all able-bodied person. Thank you. If he's you, one of the worst. He's one of the hardest working people. You know, he went to. I didn't know if I mentioned this uh, a week and a half ago. He went to uh, my appreciation thing at Anna's house. That was fun. And he was picking up some stuff. That was fun. Yeah, it was great. And then uh, I said, "Did I say that?" <laughs> Oh, time for the cripple to work, and then you laugh, and then the manager, your manager, didn't know what to do or say about that. Yeah, uh, she was like, "You can't say that." I was like, why not? I made the joke. I can say what I want to say. Correct. Okay. All right. Seriously, anyway. seriously, if you are disabled, don't worry about it. There's all uh, there's agencies out there for you to uh, 
get yeah. help just like you know the disabilities of a being an alcoholic or a gambler yeah. or yeah. suicidal or whatever i mean get help when you need it yeah do it because just because you're disabled doesn't mean you can't work it means you have to learn different things live the speed of different uh don't be afraid to ask for help uh and then don't be afraid to do it yourself because you can do it yourself so that's one thing and uh if you have issues with your life uh a drug or alcohol addiction, uh, contact Net Network 180, uh, contact God's Kitchen on Division. Con or you can look on the internet for any AA classes, or you can look online for any, everything's virtual now too, so yeah, Zoom meetings. Yeah, that's always fun. Zoom, Zoom, are, Zoom meetings are actually fun, you know, you meet some people from different states. Oh, you do? Yeah, I was in a Zoom meeting in California. Oh, really? There's a guy from Ohio. And what are you talking about your, uh, your issue with gambling? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be a different, that's going to be a really um, interesting road for you. Because you've gone seven months almost without drinking. Which is amazing. I, I'm surprised that you're able to just uh, quit doing that. I would, th I, I would think that it would have taken you like maybe two or three times to well, fall off the way. Well, you have three DUIs. You did fall off the wagon, and you spent a lot of money. So, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, it's a, yeah, it's interesting to to hang out with you more because when we go out, it's a lot easier not to order a beer. With my other friends, they want to go out and have some. Dumb, we have meet some, some really good people, no matter what we do. I mean, if you're drinking or if you're not drinking. Yeah, it's no matter I mean, where we go. Yeah, and you save so much time and energy. Of not trying to recover when you're not drinking. It's always easier to sleep too. Yeah. I mean, if you don't drink a lot. Well, I mean, I I I get sick of going to the bathroom two or three times. Yeah. Because that's just dumb, and because then you're trying to hydrate, and then you still have to go. I didn't realize. You know what I really didn't realize is that when you drink alcohol, it really sucks the water out of your intestines and those organs. And when that happens, it becomes. That's why when you drink water after you drink too much, uh, drink too much, you're peeing a lot. Because your body is trying to absorb the uh, absorb the water, but it's going through you because you're so dehydrated. Is that why you always have a headache too? Because you're dehydrated. No, that has to do more with with a mixer that you put in. Like for example, if you drink straight. But if you drink a lot of beer, you can still get a freaking migraine. Yeah, you can, but I've noticed, okay, I'll tell you this. I've noticed that when I have uh, mixed drinks, like vodka and Sprite, and if I have too many, my, I'll have a headache. However, if I drink vodka straight, a couple of them same down, I won't have that headache. I might be drowsy and irritated, and that's something that you have to realize, that if you're drinking too much and you are become irritable, and it was people just bug you for no reason, then that's a good indication that you probably had too much to drink the night before. Or you that just... That or, is true. Yeah. So you don't have to be totally intoxicated to be saying, oh, I, I have a drinking problem. No, if your mood swings are bad from from the first drink that you had to the last one you, that you had, and it's not a good-go-lucky, happy thing. So one last thing. 
How okay, first of all, DeAndre Hopkins is a Titan. Um, Ryan Tannehill is his quarterback. Um, we'll see how that goes. But there are still some amazing running backs still available. Cook, Pollard, are there still that running back from the Raiders? You know what's amazing about Cook? They really released him, Vikings. They really thought that his... Didn't want to try a franchise tag him or anything? He must have been up to something. Or they knew an injury that he has that he's not going to recover from. He's a good running back. However, if he does have an injury like that, isn't it obligation for that team to tell the rest of those other teams that just because they released him, that's primarily the reason why they released him? You can't just release a guy, can you? Like Cook? Well, I think if he has an injury, you're supposed to say something. You're right. Yeah, right. So You're allowed to release him, but if there was a I mean, it's qualifying. Be, yeah, it's got to be pretty obvious. You might lose picks or something. Very. Yeah. Like, if I was Cook, I would go to the Green Bay Packers <laughs> just to rip on the Vikings. To go play with Jordan Love? Jordan, needs, Jordan Love needs all the help he can get. He doesn't have what? Well, Green Bay didn't have wide receivers when they had Rodgers, and they still don't. And either does the uh, either does the Jets. But for Cook, I'm telling you, for Cook, it'd be a good way to get back at your old team for letting you go and not having faith in you. And what does it matter if you don't if you go to the team and you don't have a great year, but you rip the part of the Vikings two games of the year? And then you win one of those two games. That puts the Vikings in a, better, in, in, in a worse situation. What about having a dual threat if he goes to Carolina? Yeah, it's Cook and who? And the, the, the rookie? Alabama rookie quarterback. You know what I would like to know? I would like to know an old professional. Oh, we still have the Henry. Remember, we still have Derrick Henry that they're talking about trading from the Titans. Yeah, see, that to me. That to me. And he's the best. Well, he was the best until he tore that ACL and he came back last year and he didn't really do much. He got some, but he didn't do much. And I think a lot of these, and I think a lot of these teams are figuring out that that when players when when players like running backs tear their ACL, they're not the same. Which I'm surprised. You know what I'm surprised? It really sucks to be a running back in the NFL because you are overused and your career is over before 32 years old. Yeah, you have a if. If you're a late senior, you have a seven-year span in the fucking NFL. Yeah. If you're an early senior, you're lucky if you get 10 years. It's a seven to 10-year span. Well, it, it, and that's what if and, and even then, you probably had at least a year of injuries. Yeah. So like you probably have for, six, to, six to eight years. Yeah. But this is the moral. Okay, I'm going to say this. This is the moral of the story. One, you need a backup plan after you're done in sports. Two, you save can, your money. Yeah. That should be one into. The three should be the fact that you're only popular until your team sucks. And your team, I I don't know why they have I don't know why they have Tannehill still as a quarterback at the Titans because he's not that good. Is he good? I don't think he's that good. I don't know, but who wants to go to Tennessee? They could have. I don't know. Right, here's well, a, I mean, you do have one. You had one of the best running backs in the league. Well, yeah, but here's. Here's a better question. That's kind of a shitty division until the Jaguars got good. Yeah. I mean, you could go win that division every year with 10 wins. 
tell you what. Before before Jacksonville was good, you probably could win that division at eight and eight or nine and eight, nine and nine and seven. Well, think about this. Why wouldn't the Titans go after Aaron Rodgers? Why wouldn't they go after Derek Carr? I don't both. know why he just went to Saints. Why wouldn't they just go to take them both? Wouldn't that make more sense? The Saints are going to win their division. Mm. Can Alvin Kamara play? Who? I mean, he, he pled guilty to whatever that situation was in Vegas. Can he even play? I don't know. I don't know the laws. You know, you know we got to do a lot of research, by the way, for this upcoming season because how many people have been gambling and betting half of them out for half the season? Yeah. Yeah, I think... I think uh, fantasy football will always be our number one thing for people to do. But, yeah, this is going to be an interesting year for Detroit. We got, we got, and this is the last thing we're probably going to say because I don't know why, but we are, August 3rd is preseason, and we are like, and don't quote me on this, like 47 days away from the first college football game. That's going to be Even, exciting. No matter who your team is, Michigan, Michigan State, or if you're Alabama, a Northwestern Wildcat, who knows what's going to happen with that fucking team. Well, that team's going to just fall apart. They the university might fall apart because the hazing was in baseball, too. What or racial t- slurs or something. What type of hazing happened? It was, and you, that's supposed to be a prestige school. I'm not saying it's Ivy, but that school it's is a, a prestige, hard-to-get-into school. It's a law school. But see, this is what I don't understand. I, this is a, I said this last time or a couple times ago with you, is that I don't understand why this hazing still exists because hazing went out of style in the early 2000s, especially with... Maternal. Maternal, yeah, Penn State. And Sandusky or whatever. Yeah, and that's not hazing. That's just... Playing sexu- with other people's wieners. Yeah, sexual assault of little children. That too. That's what it was. That's basically what it was. But hazing itself, I don't understand why. It's this, bullying. Yeah, but I don't understand. We're trying to. I, I thought we were in, in in high school or college or professionals. I mean, some of these people that are well, you. you I would say that you're technically a professional as a, a college coach. You know, you're supposed to be teaching our younger kids that bullying is bullshit. Yeah, yeah. And we got head coaches making five million or more. Doing what, at one point, they were probably saying not to do. Yeah. I mean, I if I was the head coach of any team, it wouldn't matter if it was the, the Browns or, or Michigan or State or whatever school it was, I would shut down the hazing in a heartbeat. But we do know it's still, it goes back a long time. Because think about it. You had Pete Colesero. You had Bobby Knight. You had Mike Leach even in a couple of situations that just passed away. Well, Mike, I mean, well I would say this. I would say so they're, Bobby they're, Knight's a little different. Bobby Knight would throw things because people piss him off, which is not really hazing anything else. But his his style of coaching, grabbing the player and maybe like smacking him around a little bit with, with open fist or open slap, okay. is obnoxious. But I don't. But you know what I would say? This is like I've never heard anything about of of, of a Zach Thomas when bitching. they want bitching about because that's just the way it was with Bobby Knight. But Bobby Knight would look out for his players off the court, which is something that's just so weird. You get a guy throwing chairs in the middle of the court and yelling at the referees and his players and shaking them. But then he and, is one of the ones that'll bet, get your back. Yeah, take your back. And then you have, and then I don't. You know what? I want to say this before. I'm going to say this now, and I'm going to say this as many times people have to listen to us. 
teaching your kids to be tough, or are you thinking that you're that that player that you have that when you get to the professional collegiate level, if you're thinking that you have to teach players to be tough and rough, that doesn't exist anymore because the kids who are tough are the kids who are playing on your team already because they are because they played against other kids who are stronger, better, faster than they are. But because of that obstacle, they became a better player that they are now on your team. And remember, there's no participation rewards. Yeah. Yeah, I just, you know, come on. I just think, I just think that, just think that ESPN should really stop firing everybody because they're losing money. <laughs> I love it. You love how it went to this segment. But ESPN. Done it, huh? Done it, huh? Yeah, everyone's going to lose their money. I mean, look. Again, I say this again. ESPN is owned by Walt Disney. It is true. Monopoly. Yeah. And that's the problem with Walt Disney. It is too political about every little celebrity, everything about the mainstream, whatever they, whatever the market's pulling out for them, whatever they want to talk about uh, politically. Sports is supposed to be sports. You talk about the stats. You talk about the teams playing against each other. And then you stick to that. As much as I love sports and I love ESPN, I would rather watch. I was bummed every time during the NBA Finals that it was on ESPN because I like listening to Charles Barkley, Shaq, Kenny Smith, Mm -hmm. and the guy that wears the bow tie more than anybody I like to listen on ESPN. Yeah, because they didn't – well, Charles Barkley – and and Kenny Smith would get into his little somewhat so Shaq Shaq well a little bit but political rants about athletes and all that but it made common sense but they didn't lure on it over and over again but they only stuck to the sport itself 99% of the time where ESPN well I did like you know I do I'm going to miss listening to Mark Jackson and and uh, you still get to listen to Kendrick Perkins. Yeah. No. What's What's the other guy's name? That That used to be the head coach. Gundy's. Yeah. Not Stan, Stan or Jeff. Jeff. I'm gonna miss listening to those two guys together because they used to go bicker at each other back and forth. Because Pacers and Knicks. Yeah, but that's but and they used to one of them coach the other. That's true too. Yeah. Van Gundy coached uh, Mark Jackson. Jeff Van Gundy coach. And I really I tell you this. If anything, I hope that happens is that I hope that TNT or NBA TV signs Van Gundy and Mark Jackson to do games. Because it sucks. It can't be ABC because doesn't Walt Disney own ABC too? Yeah. See, that's the thing about it. Okay. They own ABC. I think they own Fox. No, they don't own Fox. Fox owns. Fox is owned by a, a Republican. Okay, so they own ABC and ESPN. Yeah. So. So that's the thing. I do not. I just wish. I just wish sports would stop talking about politics. And unfortunately, we did a little bit here and there, but it made. But we're doing it because we're lo- we lost some good people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. So thank you for listening to the podcast. It's an hour show. I don't know how we got to an hour, but we got it. Uh, you can listen to the Crazy Dre podcast show on a. On Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, any other podcast platform out there. I'd like to thank Sean for showing up. All 
is great to be here, buddy. Oh, yeah. Always, always. And we're going to be watching a couple of games tonight. We got to go see what the Tigers are doing. And we're going to watch, make sure that uh, any, what uh, what other games on? Well, we're going to probably be at Pepino's, my old restaurant I used to work at. Probably see one of my buddies that we're, we already bought tickets to the um, oh, yeah. Lions game. But Thanksgiving. You know, the, Tigers, the Tigers game is up that we want to watch. We got to see if the Reds can finally get over that six-game losing streak or the Giants win eight straight. Nobody cares about the Nationals and the Cubs. Besides the Cubs fans. We might want, I mean, Diamondbacks, I mean, you got, we might be interested in the Diamondbacks-Braves game because that was a 16-13 game, 29, 29 runs. Yeah. 16-13, that's a football score, buddy. Yeah, you know, I just, again, <laughs> this is why I'm kind of not liking baseball right now because pitchers only throw two pitches. And then, if, like what Barry Bonds said, if you can see it, you can hit it. And sometimes when these teams are down, you never know if they're going to come back because they could go on a run like the runs in Andre Shorts. Yeah, you know? exactly. I mean, eating at Anna's house made me have runs. But I love Anna's house. I really you do. had a huge burrito. Dude, that seems huge. Uh, and he has never heard that it was huge. Well, well whatever. On that note. I tell you what. <laughs> Your manager did give me so much coffee. I think that kind of escalated. The Which plan. kind did you have today? The regular, not oh, decaf. You, is that you, Ferris coffee? What kind of coffee is that? It's some of that, but I didn't know if you had the hazelnut or the regular or the cherry. The cherry sucks. It tastes like cough syrup. <laughs> you like cough syrup? No. Yeah. Well, you probably need it for your throat. I the, can't have that. Anyway. You can. Why not? There's fucking alcohol in it. That would register too on a piss yeah. test. Which one? If you have NyQuil, it's probably not alcohol in it. No, cherry, coffee? What are you talking about? Oh, you were talking about... You said it tastes like cough syrup. It does, and then you said I need some cough syrup. No, I said you need some cough syrup. Yeah, but that has alcohol in it. No, we're talking about that coffee that tastes like cough syrup. Because your throat. Mm-hmm. All right, folks. Thank you for listening to the Crazy Dre Podcast Show. Uh, I'd like to apologize to the world for a little inappropriate stuff. Get over it. Life goes on. We can make jokes about life. Laugh sometimes. Thank you, Buzzsprout, for distributing my podcast. Thank you, Apple Podcasts. Thank you, Spotify. Thank you, Ron, for being here earlier today. Again, thanks, Sean. Let's go, Tigers. Woo! And Ric Flair.